Do you know someone who is reckless or careless? Maybe someone who brags that can't back it up. Are you willing to take shots at them? Then this is the show for you. Welcome to Cowboy Season. It's a great point that Lenny makes about PTSD because I think we have always associated that term with military mm -hmm. when it really is applicable across the board. Like seeing something that is mentally jarring mm -hmm. is some form of it. So I can imagine being a young kid, seeing another kid gunned down, even as a teenager, that, that doesn't leave you like those things no. don't leave you and i would actually venture that a lot of these shooters who are mostly white males and i'm not bringing race into it but it's just is right like we're talking mm -hmm. about white males who are perpetrating this stuff like they've never really seen anything like that their ptsd is a little bit different so like you're probably less likely to shoot somebody because you've seen what that does yeah yeah and it's, they it's, they don't have that. they they live in some kind of a bubble i would like to think in which this is the best way for me to take out my anger on life. And I, I wonder to myself, uh, you know, where these people lost their way in some fashion, because you knew the areas you shouldn't go to. And you knew the people that were bad people. I use bad in quotes, but like, mm -hmm. the, but yet you didn't stray from what you knew was the right thing to do, because a mm -hmm. lot of people don't have that luxury where they get caught up in it mm -hmm. and they stray mm -hmm. from it they they end up getting sucked into and it's not even necessarily a gang thing but just the the mentality of they want to be somebody who's bad and like so much of that has to be in the household so much of that mm -hmm. has to do with like i think your parents were active parents they actively mm -hmm. and you, your dad even said i get you up to run at five o'clock because your opponent's your opponent doing that already, already. Yeah, did already. You're late to the party. They're, they're, that, they're back in bed. They're done. They're done already. That, that was such a metaphor for what you're talking about here, because you learned that, you know, you needed to stay a step ahead and not do that. Like you even said that you 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 did boxing and football because it kept you out of trouble. Yeah, it kept you out of straying from that norm. And I guess a lot of these people either don't have that or I don't know. Like, I really, I really can't pimp a pin it because we don't ever get down to the reasons why. Like, what are some of the mental challenges that they have? Is there a chemical reason why they do this? Yeah, and we don't, yeah. we're not doing that. And it's, it's that's necessary. a great, that's a great point because, you know, what I was trying to say earlier is that if you're, and I, and I use the, the analogy of the, of the ball player leaving, like, you know, coming back to the hood with millions of dollars. The thing is, is that, People are seeing you do your thing and have a level of something. They have nothing. So they're, they would be more inclined or motivated to act out. You would think to say, well, you know what? Matt's eating. I need to eat too. And if he, if I got to take him out, take him out. And it, it just becomes this thing. But, but you're right. It's like, it's like, and I hate to say it like this, but it's like, it's like, what's your reason? If someone if someone's from a third world country and they're starving and they come to this country um illegally let's, let's let's take it to this this part of it they come here illegally they obtain a mop job and that mop job is feeding an entire family back in their in their home country you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we here look at it like well i'm not taking a mop job 
because I'm that's beneath me. And I'm like, but they're motivated to do that. If they don't do that, then they're going to come here to kill someone, steal and rob and whatever. So it's like, it's like, what's your, you know, what's your, what's your reason? Like, what's, what's pushing you? You know, I always used to see, I had a friend and again, we don't use names and on, at least I don't use names of in, in, in this realm. Mm-hmm. I, I had a friend growing up, um, one of my dad's business partner's sons. This guy had everything you could want, right? They lived in um, a very affluent town and he wanted to be bad. Like he, he was one of those kids that he wanted to be gangster. He wanted to do all this shit. And he's like, you know, one time he told me like, you're wasting, like you're wasting your time. And I'm like, what do you, you know, what do I mean? He was like, your dad's going to get you a great job when you get out of college. And I'm like, I don't know that because he, he was set up trust fund kids set up. Right. But the thing, the thing with him was that a lot of the, a lot, he reminded me of Jamie Kennedy and what was that movie? Um, oh, um, can't hardly wait. Is that what it's called? When he was like, I think I, I, I I'm trying to like, remember now. He wanted to be gangster and he's like from Malibu. Or I think it was can't it was. hardly wait. I watched yeah. that for the first time a couple years ago. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, Oh, so it, it was actually, it was, yeah. It was so bad. It was good because you just, you just kind of like, to me, it was satire. I didn't look at it like disrespect or anything like that. I just yeah. thought it was funny, but he was one of those kids that really, like you could see him practicing his shit for the neighborhood. I'm like, bro, like if you're not from around here and I'm telling you, you're going to get your ass kicked coming out here talking like this, like you're going to get fucked up. And he would just, he would want to be something that he, and I was like, bro, people would kill for the chance that you have, the life that you have. People would kill you for, literally kill you for. And I just, you know, and he, um, I, I don't know where he is today, like what he's doing today, because I lost track of him when my dad passed away, but he was doing okay. Like he got, you know, he, he went to a really good school, he got out, got a really good job, and he was, he still had those tendencies to be a bad boy. Like he's one of those guys that become, like all of a sudden, like MMA became the thing. He wants to be MMA fighter. If it's CrossFit, he wants to be the CrossFit guy. Like it's just like the identity was like, you're, you're given this, but no, 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 no. I don't, that's, I'm, I don't want that. I want the struggle. And I'm like, bro, you weren't born into the struggle. You were born into some affluent, like, like you don't, don't, don't pick that. You're good. People are trying to get where you're at. You know, he's just, it was just weird. I just, I used to always laugh at this because I'm like, I could, I can, like we say, I can envision him practicing his shit right now in the mirror. Like, yo, what's up, bro? And I'm like, bro, who no practices that? It's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can think of a word that comes to mind when you talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I believe that's a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, I mean, very it, good cowboy. I would say so. Um, very good yeah. cowboy, man. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Like, who does practice that stuff? No, like, that is—that's really weird. Yeah, no, it's it's. Um. So. In 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 nature, right? A tiger, like uh, a gazelle, doesn't know a tiger by its name. It knows it by when it sees one. This is oh, that's fucking tiger. Let's get the hell from around here. If someone's gonna get killed, right? So tiger doesn't have to walk around like, hey, I'm a tiger and I practice my shit. I'm a tiger. Tiger's like, fuck you. I'm. You see the stripes? You know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So I, I, I used to always say that. I was like, you know what? Everyone's a threat. Growing up, like, 
you don't have to be from the hood or whatever to to be perceived as a threat anyone as we can see walking to a grocery store i think the guy was like in his boxers and with a weapon and i'm like holy shit i'll give you i'll give you a case in um a great example here so when i was a property manager in, in new jersey um or to the property one morning i was you know we're opening the property up and it was this young lady from chicago she was here like doing a class at Rutgers or whatever for her masters and she lived alone very nice girl pretty and her neighbor her neighbor left a note on her door saying hey before you go to work you stop in and talk to you about something like literally pinned it to her door so we're opening the office and someone literally just runs up against like the front the front door like just mad in blood i'm like holy shit i'm thinking it was an accident because we had like a weird corner when you came out of the property i'm thinking she got an accident i'm like but then i know who this person is and i'm like open the door we bring her in, sit her down, like call 911. I'm like, are oh, you okay? What happened? She's like shaking. She was like, um, I, um, I was attacked or whatever and I'm in the building. Now, I'm one of those people that, I guess like the fight or flight thing, like I, I run towards stuff. Like I would, I would run into a burning building. Like I'm that idiot. Like I would just do that. So I just literally ran up the stairs Cause she came down the stairwell and it was blood everywhere dripping up. So I ran down the stairwell. I ran to where her apartment was as I'm running. I'm on the radio with maintenance. Like, Hey, meet me at four twelve or whatever. So we're running through the building and I get to, I get to the guy's apartment, which is adjacent to hers. His door was wide open. And I saw that the note on her door, she talked about like, the, like later on, I go into his apartment and I see a pool cube that we were missing like for like a week. Like someone took a pool cube out of the clubhouse. I see the pool cube. I see a pool of blood, like, but he's not in the apartment. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So we get out, whatever, get back downstairs. The uh, cops were called as well. Um, ambulance came. Long story short, she taken to the hospital. A few hours later, she came back. She was bandaged up and her parents were in town and they were, like, hey, we want to break the lease. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like, you know, like, this is not good. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to her. I'm like, what happened? She was like, we're friendly. And he invited me over to talk about something. But when he, he opened the door. He was wearing, like, just his boxers and a robe and, like, um, Timberland boots, right? And so in my head, I'm like, don't you, like, I'm not coming into your place. So you're dressed like that, especially if I'm, you know, like, I don't know what's up. I don't know you like that. So she goes in, says she sits down and out of the corner of her eye, he hits her across the head with the, with the pool cube that cracks the side of her head. Then he cracks her on top of the crown of the head and she falls down. And by the miracle of whatever, she was able to make it out of the apartment and down to the office, which was like four floors. They caught him at the train station trying to board the train, all this shit. And the detective said at the end of it, it was like, they asked him, he said, I just felt like hurting someone today. Like, the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, bro. Like, if you're that emboldened, and I'm, I'm not wishing any harm on anyone, but take it to somebody that, that can give you give you what you want. Go to a police station and walk in there with that with that and see what happens. You know, say, walk into an MMA gym. Say, you know what? Fuck everybody and I'm going to kick someone's ass. Go do that. Like, go test your metal against... You know what I'm saying? Go to a, a army, whatever. I, and, and again, I, I'm not saying it like to 
someone to enact violence. But I'm like, don't go to a supermarket and do that. Go to somewhere where you're going to, you know what? You want to test your metal? All right, walk into a dojo and ask to fight the best guy there. How about that? Do that shit. Well, in that in the kit in the story you told, which is horrific, like I just couldn't even imagine. Yeah, it was um, crazy, bro. That is crazy, but like it, that's a such a bully mentality where most bullies don't actually want to bring it to somebody who can give it back. Yeah. And the the violence stuff, like I don't again know uh you know what the shooter yesterday, what their life is like. Uh last week's brought up a lot about the Asian hate and mm-hmm. That that is something that has gone, I don't want to say under the radar or un mm-hmm. you know under talked about because I think like a lot of the you know, black violence with police and so forth has taken a lot of the limelight in that regard. But mm-hmm. obviously there is there is a lot of percolating hatred for Asian people because of the pandemic, which has nothing to do with them. Um, mm-hmm. And so in that case, you can kind of you can see it. You can kind of make a correlation. But I have no idea what happened yesterday. Like, did he, this person get fired? Uh, they, yeah, they're still sifting through it. The only thing I know about the guy, and I, I don't know if, know if this is of merit at all, but he, I believe he's Middle Eastern or he may be Muslim or okay. something like that, which is probably not a good thing right now because, again, the, the country's still a bubbling type of it's just a lot of shit going on right now. And this doesn't help anything. No. You know, this doesn't. doesn't help anything. And it it just, it just, because someone's going to sit there in their living room. It's like, this is why I don't fucking fuck with these people. Or this is why I don't do this shit. Or this is exactly why you're not taking my gun from me. Because, you know, someone that, some asshole is doing that. But I'm like, you never hear of, you never hear of like a, a gun owner in a situation where, there was a shootout like where this person says okay well i'm in the store i have a concealed carry this thing pops off took the guy down i don't think we've ever heard of this situation it's so rare it's so with, rare with, with, with all the gun owners that we have in this country you would think at some point like someone was in that store armed you know could have been armed but so you know I, what the fuck so this is my take on that because i have I, I'm, I stay out of the gun debate for the most part because, as you know, I think it's multifaceted. Mm-hmm. But generally, there's two camps. There's the camp that feels that they should be able to carry, open or concealed, right? And then, mm-hmm. there's, the pl- then there's the camp that wants guns eradicated in gun-free zones. What we mm-hmm. do know, based off of the stats and the facts, is that almost all of these mass shootings take place in gun-free zones. Yeah. And... I have heard people say that the gun-free zones don't stop the violence. They actually entice it because they know nobody's armed there. Like, yes. if you think, think about it this way. Like, you're you're right. This guy isn't going to show up to the police station with a gun because everybody else in the building has one. So mm-hmm. you're yeah. not it, – it's, it's a fair fight there. But it's yep. not at schools, grocery stores. Most of them – like – I don't even notice it half the time, but there are times where I notice the signs like at um, my doctor's office. There is a sign that says no guns allowed in here. And I think, to myself, yeah, you were like, you're like, what? <laughs> well, and I, I think to myself, this is a place where something could go down because I don't have any way to defend myself in here. And I'm not yeah. a concealed gun carrier anyway. But th- my point mm-hmm. is the gun free zones aren't a panacea because the people know, well, I'm going to go unchecked here yeah. Uh, in that regard. Because at the gun-free zones, like if you go to the, the Wegmans up here, 
they have a sign i think that says it but they're not checking for it like they're not checking people in the door there's no metal detectors they yeah. just throw up a sign yeah. there and say uh no guns allowed here and then one of the disgruntled employees says well nobody's stopping me so they come yeah. in here and do it yeah yep. and that's why i say it's such a difficult uh difficult thing to get around because we can't just say we'll get rid of the guns first of all that's almost impossible like it's, mm -hmm. it's impossible at this point because if we get rid of the guns we have to get rid of the gun video games we have to get rid of the gun violence yeah. in movies we have to get rid of all of that at the same time and there's way too much money being made on things of that nature so i don't yep. think it's going to happen but i'm with you um you know it's what i think what makes me sad is that we're so close to the end of this like it feels like we're on the cusp almost of being to the end of this and now we realize oh this is why america can't really have nice things because once we get out of this there's a whole group of people that are waiting to take over the market on stupid shit that is costing people their lives like it's one thing for a yeah. you know a virus to cost people their lives it's a whole other thing for somebody to go into you know safeway and shoot 10 people and who knows if those 10 people were even related to the problem that they had like yeah they were so random the victims were random there were a couple of 20 something year olds and then a couple of you know 50 year olds and whatever and i'm like and that poor cop man it's like he's he's just told his wife i I gotta find something better because I'm tired of being on the front lines because something could happen. And here we go, fucking something. Seven kids. He's he's orphaned. So it's just it's just it's sad. But like I said, I always and and great bully mentality. Like I don't like bullies. I've never I never liked bullies. If a bully got his, gets his ass kicked, I don't give a shit because I'm like, you know what? You asked for it because you tested the wrong person. I always marvel at those videos and those stories of like, well. I feel like hurting someone today and all of a sudden they end up getting like severely hurt or killed. And I'm like, they're like, oh, but Jimmy was a good guy. And I'm like, no, he wasn't because Jimmy went out there hitting old ladies. What do you think is going to happen? She had, she, she had a son or she had a, a, a husband or uncle or whoever was like, whoa, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy did that to my mom. All right, Jimmy, we're going to handle this. Jimmy's you know? Out. Yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy's out. Fine. So I'm like, I'm like, well, Jimmy might've been a great guy, but obviously today he wasn't and he got what he's looking for. He, you know, I just, I just believe in, like, you know, things can be solved. It's it's easier said than done, you know. But again, mental health in this country is is something that they really speak of. They really speak of, like, you know, and a lot of people are suffering. This is the pandemic, and a lot of people are struggling with with just everything, you know, and yeah. fever pitch. Also fever pitch. You wanna know where we focus most of our attention on mental health is anxiety. Like that's really where we focus a lot of our attention, but there is a, are a lot of deep-seated mental health issues that are real that many people go through and have. And I feel as if you're right, like it, it's easy for me, like I, I I go through some anxiety stuff and I, I can talk to somebody about it, but it's, it's small potatoes compared to some of this stuff where the crushing reality of somebody's life, right? Whether it's they're, they're poor, you know, they can't get ahead. They got fired, broken up with whatever, like those realities don't exist for me. But then imagine having all those other, um, I don't even, they're not even deficiencies, right? They're just like, they're who you are. Like the, this, the deck is stacked against somebody and then life comes down on them the way that they do everybody else. We're not fixing that problem. We're not helping and alleviating that problem because it, back in your day, that wasn't something that we really talked about. You went out and handled your shit and mm -hmm. that was it. It's not really an excuse 
but I think we're so much more aware. It's just like concussions in the NFL. We're more aware of that now. So mm -hmm. we try and cater the play style to minimize that as often as possible. So if we know that people like yourself have PTSD from growing, you know, seeing some of the things you saw, that's gonna, it, it, it stays with you. Like they, they tell you these things all the time, things that happened in your childhood. That's why people like adults have mental problems. It always goes back to like their mother or their father or something like that because mm -hmm. that's who formulates your worldview for most of your young life, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I also don't have faith in our current politicians to be able to, oh, to no. bring us to a better place. And I think that's where, that, that's where we're failing because we're making it a political issue when it's really a human decency yeah. and, and a humanity yeah. issue. So. Um, well, you know what? We were actually going to talk about other stuff, but I'm glad we got into this because. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's you know life is life is evolving, and I spoke to my mom right before yeah. we got on as I was out running errands. You know, I always catch up with my mom, and she was just saying like, you know, like I'm afraid to go to shopping, and she's on her way shopping, and she's like, I'm hyper village, you know, vigilant today, yeah. and I'm like. I'm like, mom, you know, she's like, I just, you know, that's something so random. Like you just go to a store, like you wake up, get dressed, go to a store and you don't come back. Like what, like what the fuck? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I agree. So we've talked about some serious stuff um, and I'm glad we did, honestly, it, it, and especially if it's something that has been on your mind, um, you know, I'm willing to talk. No, about I, yeah, too. I mean, you I know? just like it's been a year that we did not have to deal with this. Right when the pandemic started, we, we dealt with one and I'm like, all right. And we had a whole year because school mm -hmm. was closed. No school shootings, no nothing, no job shootings, no nothing. And you would think you would think that in the middle of the like when the pandemic was at its height, like in the summer, spring, summer of last year, that you would have seen more of this stuff because people are like just fed up or yeah. they're they're hungry, they're starving. They're, you know, they do like, like my dad say to me, you're not hungry. And I'm like, what do you mean? I ate like four hours ago. He's like, you're not hungry. Someone who didn't eat in a third world country for two weeks, they're hungry. So shut the fuck up. And yeah, I'm, like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, the concept of, of being hungry and the concept of being malnourished. Like, yeah. And yeah. that's a good, that's a good, uh, I, every time you talk about your dad and things that he said, I'm, it's more, funny. I'm more enlightened <laughs> about the kind of person that he was because it's very, very true. And I feel as if kids these days don't hear enough of those, those like, um, you know, statements where he said, you know, somebody is wanting what I have. Even someone's praying I, someone's praying, praying for it yeah and yeah they're praying for a job that you have you know they're and and they might even want your job but they might want a job at the building that you work in as a, as a as a janitor they want something you know it's crazy yeah. bro it's well crazy. let's uh let's try and end on a on a fun note and um i think it's time for for our weekly installment of cowboy of the week so, yes, sir. What do you got for me this week? Well, well actually, mine comes from from the sports world, and you know we've been enthralled in this um, Sean Watson thing, man. And I gotta say, um, you know, it went from one to three to nine to fourteen, mm -hmm. and you know who knows what else is coming out. And this is all starting back from March thirtieth of last year, so. In the span of a year, literally in a year to date, that all these this all this has ha has happened, right? Which meant that it, it happened during the season that he was playing football as well. 
and so, earlier this month too yeah like so this month exactly so i'm looking at this like you know and this is when i say him it's like his whole team because mm -hmm. someone you know his handlers or whoever is hanging out with them or his his guys yeah it's just like someone has to say to, say to him like listen bro like you're you know you're in a position where things can go badly for you you got to stop this behavior or whatever it is but some of the stuff that some of the allegations that he flew people out to a hotel to give him a massage and i'm like man like you know again this has to be all founded but mm -hmm. what are you doing what are you doing bro like you know it's it's i guess it's easier said than done but some people go unchecked and with going being unchecked you you kind of just push the envelope to see how far you can go you know when we hear about you know hundreds of women that were abused by a doctor and i'm like how i said i'm like how no one out of a hundred people said hey you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna sound the alarm on this this is bullshit whatever but it just it just seems like you know out of the 13 women six of them are massage therapists so he, he has a thing for this setup for you know for whatever reason but i just think that if you're someone with money a little stature this shouldn't be a thing unless something you're deeply troubled and i i'm i'm I, i'll be hard pressed that he plays football for the texans or anyone this year with all it's this become, stuff that's going around it's become serial behavior is what yeah it is. and yeah we you and i can you spoke to this about one okay let, let's hear the facts as soon as the number creeps up past two for me starting to feel like there's some, some legitimacy and we talked about that with bill cosby there was a lot of smoke and there ended up being a lot of fire so yeah. what are the chances that 14 people are lying yeah yeah i mean yep. I, yeah. This this sorry to cut you. The strangest thing about it though is that there these are all money claims. Like these are these are civil lawsuits, which is which is I've I don't remember a time where someone alleged that you did something like you flashed me and all of a sudden now I need like a million dollars because I'm traumatized of seeing you. What? I, well I, yeah. So I, I, I don't I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. The idea of of justice is different for everybody and yeah you have lawyers who would kill to take a case like this and probably said because the more money that the victim gets the more money the lawyer gets off the top so, yeah yeah so there's that i mean the lawyers are having a hand in this as well but um i i, I agree with you like even even if uh you know he gets off and he's allowed to play 14 allegations it's tarnished to me, tarnished bro it He's definitely tarnished. changes things because it doesn't it just is not what we want out of our our figures and to your point a couple of weeks ago there are kids who are being raised by these people and, yeah and um they think this is oh well you know deshaun got it so you mm -hmm. know they let him off so i didn't do anything wrong yeah you know like what the fuck? <laughs> that's a good one so mine is probably going to be super unpopular um, but I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, I think it was like three years ago, uh, Loyola Chicago made it to the final four and oh. they had their mascot sister Jean, who was like 98 years old. It was this old lady. She's in a wheelchair and she became like 
the talk of the NCAA oh, yes. tournament. You remember? I re yes, I remember. Yep, I remember. Well, Sister Jean is back, and Sister Jean is saying, fuck COVID protocols. At 101 years old, she's traveling to the NCAA tournament every single game. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, that's such a great story if we aren't in a pandemic. And I'm like... Sister Jean's got to be taking money off the top. There's got to be branding that's going on, T-shirts and so forth. So, oh yeah, they're I'm, gonna ride that out, bro. They're gonna I'm ride giving that out. Cow, I'm giving cowgirl of the week to 101 year old Sister Jean in a wheelchair because everybody's telling us not to travel, and Sister Jean says, "Screw it, I'm gonna get on an airplane." <laughs> wow, I a nun. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? She was born, if she's 101, she was born or at least conceived 100 years ago when the when the other pandemic had hit. So uh, I guess it, it, it bookends some kind of way, you know? She's crazy. She, she says, I'm going to survive both. But yeah, so I thought that was funny. Well, I, um, I think, you know, two good, two good um, submissions into the formal list. I think we've got a nice little cast of characters going on here. Yeah. And um, we just got to keep it rolling. But uh, any parting thoughts on our way out? Um, you know, we, we're close to, we're close to, and when I say close to, I'm not talking summer or the next two or three months. I'm talking about end of the year stuff where we are in March still and December, you know, December is a ways off that we can actually get a rem, a, a, some semblance of life again, the way we know it. But a lot of the stuff, a lot of the cowboy behavior of spring breakers going down to Miami and having to be pepper sprayed and beaten off the bar scene, that is kind of so crazy to me that, you know, this behavior is like, I get it. People are pinned up, but I'm like, listen, give it a few more months and we'll, we'll be able to have all this again. You know, I told you offline, I, I, I look at a football game, like a game from 2019. I'm like, holy shit, look at that stadium. You went to a, a football game before the pandemic hit, and that was almost two years ago, right? It was the last time I was out in any public. In, <laughs> well, if you don't count being at a hospital for the birth of my son, which I don't count because nobody willingly wants to go to a hospital, um, yeah. then yes, that was it was the day before my birthday last year. So it's been over a calendar year since I've been around more than six people at a time. Wow. So... <laughs> So, wait a minute, um, so so Chrissy does Chrissy does the shopping or you don't go to, you don't well, go we, do, we only go to one we only go one place usually at the same time so she does shopping we go to Costco together um okay. we've we've structured it so that one of us only has to be out at the same time so like we've shut we've shuffled around like bills and stuff to say like hey I'm gonna you know because I'm gonna pay this stuff since you're doing all the grocery shopping and so forth yeah we try to keep it to where we're not doing that kind of thing. Like Costco's the only place, and I'm gonna tell you in a year, that's you need more than that in a marriage if you want to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the fact that we're doing okay is um, yeah, it, it's hard. It's really hard. And what frustrates me personally is that we've been doing all these things to keep ourselves, our loved ones safe, and yet we see a bunch of people jumping the line who've been going on airplanes doing all this shit, and they're getting vaccines, and we're like. Yeah, where's mine? So, yeah. <laughs> great reward system we've got going here. Mm. And it's very frustrating, I will admit. It's not a government problem. It's just... Society. Yeah, yeah. It's and a society. Like, the have and the have-nots. The have and the have-nots. It's, it's, you know, we had... My honorable mention was DeSantos in Florida, of all people, uh, where there was some allegations of them having a, um, a vaccine tent for the well-to-do, 
oh yeah that's isn't that great yeah i was like okay so if you're not up for it if you're the governor then just make it open to everyone you don't even have to do that just make it open to every everyone's eligible go to your doctor go to your cvs go to your whoever to get it but to make a oh okay i have some wealthy friends we're gonna set up a little tent for them and having these guys come down on a Saturday and have a picnic and and and, and get them all done. It's bullshit. Yeah. It it definitely frustrates me. My my um honorable mention this week was everybody thinking that that Joe Biden press conference outside was in front of a green screen. Uh there was oh, that shit. whole Yeah, there was that whole mess where people were like, "Oh, look, the microphone went through his hand like a video game glitch." And they're like, <laughs> "Joe Biden's not real. He's it's weakened at Bernie's oh, He's my in front of a green God. screen." And all the Trumpers and QAnon people got all over that. And there was videos going around of all this doctored stuff. And in the end, all the reporters that were standing in front of Joe Biden sent multiple angled pictures of, yes, we were in front of him. It's fine. (laughs) Over in front of someone. (laughs) Yeah. Like people were treated. He's in front of a green screen. And I'm thinking, why? Like, what? What what would be the point of, dude, that's the thing with this. All right, another show because we're gonna go way over, but yeah, yeah and that's another show. That, okay, 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 that's Jim. a great exactly. <laughs> that's that's a great way to end it because I had a lot of fun for like a full twenty four hours looking at the tweets of people who thought that we, they were like the same people who believe that we didn't land on the moon also were saying that Joe Biden was in front of a green screen, and I'm thinking, and like the idea was that Trump was really still the president and Joe Biden's just a figurehead, and I'm like, okay, oh, okay, we'll so plausible. Yeah, so plausible. <laughs> like, I just love it. And like the green screen, like it's so obvious when you are in front of a green screen. Yeah. So no, like, yeah. I mean, think of think of a zoom, uh, um, a, a zoom background. Like you do, you, you lean back, and the whole thing just shatters, you yeah. know, behind you. Like so, yeah, a microphone or whatever that would not happen on a green screen. It's him stepping. No leaning back or putting his hand up and it disappears that's a green but what would be the point okay i just i got nothing for that i got nothing for that you know what that (laughs) might have actually that that maybe that that's too many people to win in the award but maybe that was actually the best one because that's no no it's 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 the cowboy society of 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 these people there 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 are a bunch of cowboys there are so we'll get off on that note um you know definitely a, a deep episode this week uh yeah. and you know what the stuff we were going to talk about you can talk about it anytime oh, um, yeah of course you know what i mean but uh, i hope this made you feel better um, yeah yeah it was just it was just like i said i, I was just it, it was just it just kind of like put me in a spot where i'm like man you know I, I feel bad for someone who went out to get groceries and that happened it's like going out to do any random regular like i said tell you to i have to run errands and then I don't, I, mean, I, I don't come back from that. Like, it's weird. It's crazy. I, I, I would personally be uh, devastated if that happened. Yeah. So yeah. Let's hope not. But um, before we get out of here, just want to plug the platform again, MattyIceMedia.com. Uh, you can find a bunch of stuff. Cleve, you just had an episode of the manual, which I listened to, which was excellent. Uh, it actually touched on the Deshaun Watson stuff. So. Yeah. People can get your own personal take on it. Um, mm-hmm. And you have a pretty good following. People engage with you. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. send, you've, you've had interesting emails sent your way uh, based off <laughs> your content. So, And I know you and Dave want to start up political football soon because there's a lot going on. And uh, Yes, yes. 
So all of that's going to be on the platform. Uh, you saw I just added a bunch of YouTubers to the platform. They some of those people want to start a podcast themselves. So um, yeah, you know this yeah. is the place to get it, and um, we're just going to keep keep doing it. So definitely, uh, you know, check it out because I think right. we're we're going to we're going to scratch somebody's itch at some point. So uh, thanks for another great episode, my man, and uh, I'll catch you down the road. Hey, bro.